0: Welcome back, everyone, to On Campus with Miss T. I'm your host, Miss T.
1: And I'm your co-host, David.
0: And today we have um, our friend Johnny that we've had on here before already. Ooh. Hi, Johnny.
2: Hello. <laughs> Hello.
0: And we're doing this interview remotely, so Johnny's at his house and we're at our house, so.
2: Yep, all the way out here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quarantine edition. <laughs>
0: yep. uh, do uh, well, you wanna...
1: Yeah, thank
2: you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) Thank you for coming back. Yeah, thanks for coming back. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to remind everyone of uh, who you are and what you do and stuff?
2: Uh, Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Johnny Fung and uh, I work for Los Angeles Mission College. And it's part of the Los Angeles Community College District, which is like the largest community college district in the U.S. Uh, We got like nine campuses and I just work at one of them. And so I, I'm part of the IT group and my, technically my job title is online multimedia specialist. And so I either create <laughs> instructional media or show people how to create instructional media for like the, for classes. Uh, and it usually ends up on like a, a learning management system, kind of like a Canvas or Blackboard. I don't know what elementary oh, okay. schools use or anything, probably like Illumin or something. Um, but. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and the content can also end up on, like, social media platforms or, like, the school website. And uh, aside from that, I also do, like, AV equipment for events and shows and classrooms and stuff like that. I handle, like, the technical uh, equipment uh, Mm -hmm. for for those things.
0: Yeah, I think I saw you post once that you were, like, setting everything up for like a I don't know what it was I think it was like a play or Uh some type of show that they had at the college
2: yeah I work in uh in a building that has a theater so that's probably like the biggest most technologically advanced AV equipment that our school has and Mm -hmm. so I maintain all of that so I got to learn and know how to use all of that and set it up and it's Even though it's a theater, it's still a classroom environment, right? So um, it's still a classroom. Then students, they utilize this theater and it's a classroom. And so I got to make sure it's all set up. But we also do events. And so I got to put things back to the way they were for a class to use it. So it's like constant setting up, breaking down, resetting, all that stuff. How annoying. (laughs) I like it. I I like it. I I think it's fun. And it's just like, especially, I don't know, maybe I have some like OCD or something, but like putting things back together in order after it's been like, you know, like wrecked or chaos. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm just like a neat freak. So I just like putting it all back together.
0: So how have you been doing with all the quarantine
2: and stuff? Uh, Well, like, in general, with everyday life, I guess um, I'm kind of sick and tired of my cooking. And, uh,
0: <laughs> Same here.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's so inconvenient, right, to just go out and, like, run errands. Like, you got to, yeah. like, wear the mask. You got to, you're, like, Take worried, your paranoid. Sanitizer. Yeah, you're paranoid about, like, touching things. And I have, like, a like alcohol spray bottle thing that I just like spray my hands with whenever I get out of the car, when I get back into the car, Mm -hmm. I carry it around with my pocket and I'm just like spraying my hands. But like you just got the (laughs) mask on and like you got to wait in line to get into things. And uh, yeah, there's just like so much like pressure and stress. Like you just can't go and like do something real quick and then. Yeah. I also Come feel back. like I'm
0: being rude a lot of the time because I don't want to be near people because of the six feet thing. But then sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm being rude. Like people think I'm like, ugh, get away from me.
2: Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, on the plus side, I, I... I kind of like wearing the mask. I don't know if it's an Asian thing, but like in Asia, <laughs> like they always, they always wear the mask and I've always yeah. wanted to wear a mask. It was trendy, and you would, yeah. yeah. you would just get, you know, looked at weird if you <laughs> wore a mask around and I have allergies, so I, I always wanted to wear a mask so that I don't smell or take, breathe, breathe in pollutants, like, mm. you know, and and dust and stuff like that. And then now it's like, the social norm, yeah. I guess, to to be yeah. wearing a mask. So I'm like, hey, I guess that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, and then like I don't. Fun? Yeah, and then I don't have to uh, I'm not spending a lot on gas and uh mm-hmm. and haircuts. That's that's probably the plus <laughs> side of things. Yep. I miss yeah. haircuts though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined David's hair Yeah. So
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think I saw I think I saw some of that. And,
0: uh, <laughs> that wasn't I the just... final product to yeah. be fair. <laughs> it does look better than what I posted. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I just learned how or just did it myself. And I was like, hey, you know, it came out pretty good. I think I'm gonna start cutting my own hair from now on yeah, yeah. at home. Yeah. A lot of people did it themselves. Yeah, because my hair grows fast and I gotta get my hair cut like every two weeks. So that's like 40 that's bucks a yeah. month. Yeah.
1: Damn. Oh, you're So on I'm gonna it. save yeah. that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, put it away for a rainy day.
2: <laughs> yep. Or just go out and eat sushi
0: has anything like significant changed for your work?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely a lot. I, I would mean, imagine
0: it would be like like your job has gotten a lot busier because everything is switching to online.
2: Yeah, it it has in a sense, but like like I said before, like I set up a lot of events, right? And like 50% I want to say 50% of my job is like setting up for an event um and then breaking it down right cleaning up everything Mm -hmm. um so that's like a big chunk right there and then another 25 percent is like capturing it you know i'm also like recording things and then uh, the the rest of it is like editing whatever it is i capture and you know putting it and posting it in somewhere you know getting all that out and Mm -hmm. so um and then when i'm not doing events it's like fixing something Uh, uh, or setting coming up with a better faster solution for something whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah so without (laughs) yeah without the events and stuff it's like well what the heck i mean there's a lot of content that i have to you know a back catalog of things that i can you know work on and and edit get out uh stuff that projects that were put on the back burner but um other than that a big part has been uh now I'm doing a lot of video tutorials on mm. how to just use like the internet technologies, you know, like our learning management system, mm-hmm. um, how to download and install the Microsoft Office. A lot of the, a lot of the services that um, students and faculty uh, have access to, you know, as part of being in, in the district, mm-hmm. would, like they get free office software. Um, oh, cool. And so, yeah, every student, every faculty and like, but no, not too many people know how even know that or know how to install the office yeah. programs. And you have to, you know, you just ask a- accessing your uh, uh, district email, right? How to get into there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just basic. Basic stuff like that I I will create screen captures like they're just screen recordings and I narrate them and they're just step-by-step things uh, to do for everybody just common stuff um, because a lot of the times people just they're just stuck and then they just can't access a lot of different things if you can't even get in your work email like you just can't access a lot of (laughs) other stuff so I I just got my
0: job was doing that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so people that I work with they don't know how to get into their emails they don't know how to use any of the distance learning like software or tools that we're using so a lot of the times yeah. like the people that I work with directly are just like calling me and having me walk them through everything
2: <laughs> yeah sometimes I gotta do that for some people uh, to just walk them like if I have time I'll just do a one-on-one but typically to be able to like reach the masses more is it's better if I make a video tutorial yeah, yeah, that um, makes sense.
1: yeah. You know, that way. You don't have to repeat yourself. mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, because I find myself doing a lot. Sometimes even when somebody asks me to do something, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? A lot of people are going to ask me that. And I'll be like, "Uh, give me like 15, 20 minutes, right? I'll get back to you. And then (laughs) I just really just made a video uh, (laughs) for them. Um, So instead of like typing it out in an email or sending them screenshots, I'll just like, well, I'm going to do it this one time, you know, to make sure I can explain it right, I might as well just record what I'm doing and just talk over it and then just send it to that person and have it available for other people. You
1: should have it under your channel so to- you get views.
2: Nah, no, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a whole work thing, a uh, work channel, and I just keep it on there and, I'll, and, okay. uh, and then some videos, we keep it on our school's YouTube channel and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's what I've been primarily um been working on as a late
0: that's pretty cool i have they how do you i know that i saw that you were figuring out how to get computers to students so i'm assuming that they would probably ask you to help implement all of the distance learning and like online classroom stuff
2: um well we had uh we had like a loan program through the campus and the district that loaned out like chromebooks and Mm -hmm. uh, they were just like laptops and that was just for basic access to the learning management system canvas Mm -hmm. but the computers that i was loaning out uh the desktop full-on desktops there they were a little bit more specialized for multimedia classes so I worked in the in the multimedia arts, media and performance building, and uh, a lot of the students that I primarily worked with are in like multimedia, and they're in um, uh, what is it? Uh, productivity, content creation classes like videos, um, digital media like Photoshop, Illustrator, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so they have specialized software that they get to use, but a lot of that can't. Run on that free stuff that the school and the district was giving them. So oh. I had set up some of these computers that were originally, they were like kind of discarded from the IT department because they just upgraded some labs. So these computers, they were still good. And um, I just kind of cleaned them up, set them up with the Adobe software, and uh, checked them out to like students. In in real need, who needed like, you know, better computers that runs Windows and you know has the latest software, the Adobe products and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. That that sounds complicated though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, but like you know, it really helped them out. Like these students were not gonna have any other type of computer available to them uh, to be able to run this software.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome that's that you cool. were able to do that.
1: I was cool to let you do that too. I thought there's like more like, what is it, bureaucracy? Like usually, like oh, always...
2: yeah. At, at this, at these pandemic times, it called for pandemic measures. So, okay. so uh, you know, and plus these computers, they were like I said, they were kind of like discarded. They were upgrades. Um, they were old computers from a lab that got upgraded with new computers. So they were just kind of sitting in storage. a storage room, taking mm-hmm. up space, and eventually they're pro- they were probably going to get like surplused out and like recycled, but um, they were still um, they were still to okay them, yeah. to use. Yeah, still
0: some life left in them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I also saw that you were trying to figure out how to do the virtual graduations and stuff.
2: Oh yeah. So that's like the latest kind of a project and originally, um, I thought that it was going to be up to the school to do their own, uh, virtual commencement and it turns out that the district ended up buying or paying a company to manage all nine campuses so that things are kind of uniform a little bit, so there's a specific programming, um for that and but I you know came up with the ideas and proposals and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and but it turns out they, they're they not gonna really use or do anything uh, that no. I came up with so instead sucks. <laughs> eh, it's it's fine it's like less pressure although I probably could have done seeing what they're um, gonna do now and what they're hiring uh, I probably could have done our campus and all the other campuses but um, you know they they're all set on on um,
1: like outsource
2: outsour- yeah getting getting vendors but mm. um, I'm actually still going to run a show a virtual appreciation is what we're calling it with the uh, student government um, so it's gonna involve like all the clubs on campus and there's mm-hmm. going to be um, a, a an appreciation event, a virtual appreciation event. So they were supposed to have a banquet, um, and it was an inter club council kind of banquet where all the clubs get together and you know it's a kind of a big party. And obviously that's that's not going to happen anymore. And mm-hmm. so they just wanted to do some virtual thing. And then I was just like, hey, here's an idea. How about we run this? um thing that I came up with that I was gonna do for the school's commencement, but since I'm not using it for that anymore, I might as well just, you know, use it for this uh virtual banquet replacement type of thing. Yeah. And so yeah, so I'm still building that so that's gonna that's gonna happen. Um, that's pretty
0: cool.
2: Yeah, so it'll be uh it'll be interesting. Um, I think the content to, that like, we're making.
0: Figure out or think of things to do for my classroom it's preschool so it's like not a big deal but Mm -hmm. I well the last time that I spoke to my manager our program wasn't gonna or wasn't planning on doing anything (laughs) yeah and I like I don't know I feel bad like I'm pretty sure that parents even though it's preschool like I think they still want something you know like some type of experience where their kids graduate sure so I'm trying to figure out how to do something
2: um, I would probably say like just collect as many photos and videos, and then uh, make like a slideshow presentation. Yeah. And do you guys use Zoom when you meet up with each other, uh, faculty-wise? Like
0: with staff, uh, yes. I don't do it with my families because most of them either don't know how to use that or don't have access to like, like technology. I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. That that's yeah. fine. I mean, with with staff and other. Teachers, like you could just record um, yourselves like giving a speech or something, um, and then putting it all together and and just playing that. Um, And have wait, do you guys have access to Zoom? Like, do you have Zoom accounts? Yeah, yeah. Where you can have like a lot of people. Yeah, that's where we
0: have all of our staff meetings. Okay, just on Zoom.
2: Yeah, so you know, you can just do a, a Zoom session, record, you know, a few words, uh, yeah. record everybody saying something, and then and then just live streaming that recording, or um, just posting it, Somewhere. that sort of thing. On yeah, website, a lot of. Probably. I see a lot of like people just having pictures of like a word, you know, and it's it'll be like an inspirational quote of some sort and it's just they just hold up the word and it's a picture of them holding up a word you just kind of like just play a oh, slideshow yeah, yeah. of the whole sentence about. yeah well it's uh, kind of like holding...
0: all of the blocks of people that are part of the zoom chat and they're all holding up like one word and it makes a yeah sentence yeah or something. and you just kind
2: of oh, go through right. gotcha. that sort of thing um there's something like that and then um yeah and then i don't know how you guys are about like if you were to record, have anybody, has any of the kids, like, do they attend anything that you're doing live? No, I mean, we're, uh, using,
0: um, like, we're using Class Dojo. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, no, But it's weird because it's not actually meant for like distant learning or whatever. It's meant as like a supplementary thing to use with your like in person classroom. <laughs>
2: right, right. It's like but, a hybrid.
0: Yeah, yeah, but we're just only using that now. So then, basically, I post assignments, and then it's up to the parents to facilitate that activity with their kids at home. And then they submit, like, their work by, like, taking a picture and submitting that into the assignment or recording a video or something. I see. But, yeah, so far, I've only had one parent (laughs) that has actually participated. Dang. So
2: um you can you also like make videos is that the videos that i see you making like activities and stuff
0: that's kind of just for our stuff but i have been linking like the youtube to um our class dojo stories Uh like when i want to do like an example but you can Uh record videos directly onto class dojo so i could probably do something with that
2: yeah yeah but then it's like i mean you start to think like is it worth it if like only one
0: I know parent
2: <laughs> is getting to it I'm yeah. kind of in that same boat you know when um, because I I was like like about a month ago I was all set on oh I'm gonna show how to do like you know Jerry rig DIY record your lectures and uh, demos and stuff from home yeah. by setting up a webcam and a laptop and like have two you know webcams and switching between back and forth and this and that mm-hmm. and
0: that would be
2: cool but then yeah. yeah but then the thing is like it we recorded a lot of instructors already before we were like completely shut down um and it was enough for the rest of the semester so um if we, for the next summer and fall we're expected to not be teaching classes in in the building
1: mm-hmm.
2: so um but we could hopefully in the summer go in to record more lectures and have it you know look really good yeah and so i'm just gonna wait for that instead of like showing people going through the trouble of making you know the mickey mouse stuff yeah and then only to go back into the studio and reshoot it and you know, reshoot a good v- version. Mm-hmm. So it would just make all of this, what I do now, you know, kind of pointless. Yeah. get gets thrown yeah. away like uh, like a month's worth of work and it's like, oh, you're only going to make like <laughs> one or two video and we're just going to be replacing it with, with the high quality one that we shoot in the studio. So yeah. it's like, eh.
0: I mean, it might be it. nice to put it like on your personal stuff, like on your personal YouTube and social media, because I'm sure that there's a lot of like k-12 teachers that are having a really hard time trying to figure that out
2: yeah true that and other departments even at my work that wouldn't be able to get in the studio with us either like culinary they're probably the biggest like other hands-on type of like you got to really see what the instructor is doing yeah like they are like literally making stuff with their hands like art and like video production, like all that is very hands on stuff too, so that's mm-hmm. why we've been making these videos. Um but yeah, I think uh culinary probably. So I might I might make a video of how to how to shoot stuff with like basic equipment. But again, I, I'd probably wanna do that at the school, like in with, you know, good lighting and yeah, and more space. Like I, I really don't have too much space mm-hmm. to have like the demo area, and then like cameras all around to shoot the demo area.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: So yeah. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, you know? but that's that's kind of a a work in progress.
0: Yeah, kind of going off of that. Would you have any like suggestions or like? tips or anything like that for people that are trying to figure out how to do distance learning like be it k-12 through teachers professors students or parents who are trying to figure that out at home
2: for their kids um yeah uh let's see okay f- so for i guess the teachers um first thing that you should probably do is get a lavalier microphone uh, for your computer. Like, is that the one especially, that clips
0: onto your Yeah,
2: headphones? it's it's uh yeah, it's a little microphone, it clips on to your shirt, uh, and then it's there's a cord and it runs all the way to your to your computer. And so you'll need like a depending on your computer too, right? The mm-hmm. best thing to do is get the lavalier mic, which is around fifteen to twenty dollars on Amazon. It's not oh, too that's expensive. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. And then but to make it most compatible with like every Mac or um, Windows machine, uh, get a USB sound card, right? And essentially, what that is is just it's a USB device. It's like it looks like a thumb drive, but on the back of it, it has a, a jacks for a microphone and a headphone, right? And so, oh. you would get that, and you would get the lavalier, you would plug it into the microphone port, and you plug it in your laptop, and then Um, You'll be able to use that microphone, uh, that lavalier as a microphone, and then you'll be able to still hear sound coming out of your laptop. Um,
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, so because if you just plug that microphone into a laptop that does both microphone and headphone, looks like a headset port, um, you won't be able to hear anything because you only have a microphone plugged in. So for just, yeah, for just, you know, uh, compatibility sake, just get the USB uh sound card, which is about eight dollars, right? For that that thing.
1: That's cheap too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then get a um the lavalier mic, which is about fifteen to twenty dollars. And I can send you links to both of these things. Okay. And and I bought some stuff too, because again I was gonna make these videos on like, you know, this is what you should do. Um (laughs) uh when you're at home. And um
0: And have nothing
2: else to do yeah well and then so you know it just adds another microphone the usb sound card adds another microphone and then you have the lavalier uh, clip as your microphone and what that does is that actually it cleans up the sound you get better much better audio than the microphone that's in your laptop or like away from you uh, because the microphone is right up close to you. It's right near, near your mouth. And also, it kind of eliminates a lot of background noise. So if you got things going on in the background, uh, you know, somebody like washing dishes or cleaning or something in another room, the lavalier mic um, shouldn't be able to pick that up. It should only be able to pick up sound that's really close to it which is going to be your mouth because it's going to be like right underneath your mouth uh, on your shirt mm-hmm. so uh your your sound will be a lot better and and if you can try to use headphones so that you can hear better too um yeah yeah the person talking to you that
1: makes sense. yeah so
2: that's yeah. so that's for for the teachers um for the students i would say get headphones so that you can hear um you know the videos that your teachers might be making uh, you won't be distracted by other sounds mm-hmm. um, and then get if you can get a second monitor right so a lot of times you're gonna be watching videos of your instructors doing some things and I guess I'm really speaking about like high school and college um, mm-hmm. students but if you get a second monitor and almost any laptop or computer you can add a second monitor to it and uh if you can't get a second monitor that way you have one monitor of just watching the stuff and then you have one monitor of doing the stuff that you're watching and Mm -hmm. it just is a lot easier than to like minimizing maximizing and then minimizing and then maximizing a window
0: just watched and then yeah
2: (laughs) having to go back and forth getting lost you know on a page somewhere because you had to like Minimize it and you got a bunch of windows open and you're like, oh, which one where am I and it yeah. just gets frustrating sometimes So if you have like a second monitor and that's just like for your instructions Whatever it is and then the main monitor is where you're doing your work that type of thing and um,
0: Makes it easier and, to follow along
2: Yeah, and and then for everybody all around I would say like try to invest in like faster internet if you can um, mm-hmm. I know like money's tight for everybody, but, um, if you could get, uh, especially if you're a large family and a lot of people are on the internet all the time, um, oh, wow. just temporarily invest in, in faster internet, whatever it is you can afford. I mean, if it means that you got to cut the cable TV, like cut the cable TV yeah. and just yeah, down, watch YouTube for a while or, or Netflix <laughs> or download things. Exactly. Um, just do that and and if you can with all of your like equipment for learning things use a wired connection get an ethernet cable and you can buy like you know 100 feet or 50 feet or 75 feet you can buy like these thin ethernet cables Mm -hmm. um instead of going wireless right like you got a wireless laptop or wireless whatever uh or a desktop that's using wireless just Try using a straight up wired connection with ethernet. And cable isn't that expensive and you can hide it pretty well along your walls. And it could just be temporary, Mm -hmm. right? But Does that make it more reliable? It does, it makes it more reliable. You don't get like dropped calls or connections if you're Zooming live or like Mm. in the middle of your Zoom session while your instructor's talking and they start like, like the quality gets really bad or their sound gets all messed up. And it could be because your internet kinda just had a hiccup for a second, but like for that one second you didn't hear the instructor, you you know, you could just get lost. Who knows what you missed? And yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, you don't wanna stop everybody what what'd you say? I don't I didn't hear what you said. That type of thing. So yeah. get a wired connection and if you're downloading, uploading files, if you're on a test, you know, and you're you're like Uh, got a time limit you don't want any interruptions or anything like that so use a wired connection even if you have a laptop and it's wireless and it's very convenient sure it's great but if it's like really important something really important just get an ethernet cable and just go to wherever your router is and just plug in and just do your work for like an hour as much as you can on really reliable connection Mm -hmm. and then uh, and yeah and just hook up for a little bit
0: (laughs) makes sense
2: yeah for the
0: internet speed i don't know how like i don't know how any of that works right but for the internet speeds is there like a specific speed that you would recommend like what would be the ideal speed for that
2: um now so there's there like the you probably want at least a 50 megabits per seconds it's mbps you want fifty five zero down at least um and uh 10 10 megabits up right um that's like the minimum that you would want and i would say that would probably be for the household of like two or three people um okay. but if you have like more people then you want like 100 megabits down and it's really hard to get that up speed um to get higher without it being really expensive like i pay a lot for for Uh, uh, I think it's like 400 megabits down and 20 megabits up sounds like a lot but it's not really that much for what I pay but um, (laughs) just keep in mind that like there's two different ways of connecting right or two different uh, types of technologies here there's the DSL which is like from your phone company typically could Mm -hmm. be Verizon, AT&T um, whatever phone company that you use they usually offer uh, DSL and then there's um, there's the uh, cable TV and that's like the coaxial type of connection uh, that's usually like whoever offers your cable TV like Spectrum or mm-hmm. Xfinity or Comcast um, there's those two different types of connections so given your area like I everyone will you know has all kinds of bad things to say about every uh internet service provider out there mm-hmm. like oh this company yeah. sucks that company sucks yeah. but like <laughs> but then me it's like oh well for me in my area this company sucks it's great for you but that company sucks and then uh, what sucks for you is great for me for my for my area yeah. um yeah so you just have to kind of find out either from like people around you, your neighbors, what's the best company to go with and what's the best type of connection, um, whether it be DSL or cable, right? That's what it comes down to, DSL or cable.
0: Mm -hmm. So again, I don't know how this works. This might be a dumb question, but like, does it matter? Like, let's say if you're like up in the mountains is one versus the other better or something? Like DSL versus cable?
2: Um, oh it just it just depends on what the area uh offers like when yeah, and when they installed, you know, the lines and equipment, um if it's a new developed area, usually it tends to be better. But another thing too is like um a shared it's a shared connection to your house like cable internet, usually it's a shared connection with your neighbors right and so when everybody is home and using the internet it will it will make your internet slow Mm -hmm. Um, so it's dependent on that with cable internet usually with DSL everybody's on their own and whatever speed that you're like paying for um, that no matter how much other your neighbors are also online it doesn't affect your speed so Mm -hmm. there's plus and minuses the thing is Sometimes with DSL, your max speed isn't that great, yeah, right? But mm-hmm. it's consistent all the time. And then on the cable internet side, your max speed is like pretty good. Like it's high uh, for what you pay for, for like but 40, it's... 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. But on high traffic times, it, it might get yeah. slow.
1: Yeah, you feel it. Oh. Usually like when you yeah, home,
2: like Yeah. So work. There's, yeah. there's mm-hmm. a trade off. Yeah, usually after work, between like five and nine. Uh, your internet will will just tank.
0: Now it's like 24-7. That... Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, So that's why I had to actually, I, I upgraded mine to the highest package. I pay like 90 bucks a month for internet, and I just Damn. do internet. I know, it's a lot. And then I don't even think it's that fast, really. I mean, it's pretty fast on the download, but I know people who have like way faster internet, and it's fiber- and uh, that's the third option, but that's not very. It's not widely available everywhere. Yeah. You have you have DSL, you have cable, and then you have fiber. And fiber, the prices are good and the speeds are really fast. Up and down, it's like a hundred up and a hundred down, and we're, it's like super super good. It's like godlike, but <laughs> but it's uh, it's not in many areas.
0: I think where my mom lived, I think that's what they had. That's like the Verizon one, right? the fire yeah Verizon has okay. yeah
2: Verizon files that's fiber uh, frontier um, that's another company that has fiber uh, those are the only two that I know of really but um, yeah I wish I wish I had that but uh, I've been so far I've been I've been okay with the speeds that I have uh, so it's been it's been fine
0: hmm. all right and that's pretty much all the questions that I had Sweet. <laughs> I don't know if David has it. I feel
2: like <laughs> oh, I didn't talk too much. Nah, I feel no, like I no. talked too much.
0: I feel like I should have written more questions. Now uh, like, hmm, maybe there was.
2: Nah, more it's all good. I,
0: have I forgot yeah. to <laughs>
2: mention the part about like I think you had said you said something about like what what's good for, um, stu- teachers, students, and then parents too. Mm -hmm. And I was like I was kind of stuck on the parents I was like I don't know I don't I don't really
0: (laughs) I know it's hard when you don't have your own kids right (laughs) yeah Yeah. I'm
2: not a parent and like any I don't really know what my friends are doing they're parents but like (laughs) their kids are kind of too young to be in school right now yeah so um yeah I don't I don't know
0: (laughs) yeah for Uh, me too like I get stuck on that a lot, too, because we don't have kids. So yeah. sometimes parents will ask me something, and I'm like, I have no idea. And, uh, I've never had to deal with that.
2: I know. And I don't know if I, if I were to say something, if parents would be like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's a that's stupid impossible. idea. What do you that's know? a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, sorry. Dang.
0: Yeah, or, like, from my work, they, like, our program keeps keeps telling us to keep in mind like the things that parents would already have in their home and to center our activities around that and I'm like I don't know what they would have at (laughs) home because I don't have kids so I probably don't have any of that stuff in my house (laughs) so I'm like I just have to try to I don't know. I guess make assumptions. <laughs> Google and <it>. guess, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll take a survey. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not even participating in the assignments. I doubt that I'll get them to participate in the survey. <laughs> yeah, one parent will. Yeah, exactly. That's been the hardest part for me for the distance learning is, like, getting parents to participate. And, like, I keep putting different stuff out there to see if it'll, like... I keep thinking okay well maybe they don't know how to use it so then i sent out emails with like step-by-step instructions and like screenshots on like how uh-huh. to sign up and how to access everything
2: for uh, the dojo thing
0: yeah yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah i mean they all signed up so that's good but they haven't
2: Used submitted anything yeah yet, so i don't know So uh, like i'll
0: put up examples of how to do the assignments or like i'll link videos of examples or whatever, Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's been the toughest part on my end.
2: (laughs) Crazy. Uh, Yeah, I I could possibly know what to say, other than, like, I don't know, get used to doing things in, like, intervals, like mixing things, like doing a little bit of work and then dealing with your kids, and then go back to doing a little bit of work and then dealing with your kids. Like, (laughs) it's probably not not something a lot of people are used to you know they usually they just want to work for like four or five hours straight yeah Um, but i don't know get used to like working five ten minutes and then dealing with your kids (laughs) (laughs) and you know and then like just i don't have them do something but like check in on them and like give them attention for a couple of minutes and then go back to doing your thing yeah five or ten minutes and that's, what I would I assume know.
0: is like give them some kind of activity where they can like YouTube. do it on their own.
2: Just give them YouTube,
0: not YouTube, <laughs> but like <laughs> like give them instructions and model it and have everything set up and then just like walk away so that they can like do yeah. whatever they need to do on their own. So yeah. like an open ended activity, for example, like if they're gonna like paint a picture, Minecraft. you just set everything like up. You, and imagination.
1: And... Yeah. You could build a graduation stage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, alrighty. And then, if anyone wants to find out more information about you, or find out what you're working on, or anything like that, where can people find you?
2: Oh yeah, so uh, I'm mainly on Instagram, and uh, on the tech side of things, with just like tech stuff, uh, I'm at Johnny the Geek. And for the uh, food and non-tech related activities, I'm at it's good to be geek
0: already and do you have any projects or any events or anything coming up probably no (laughs) Um, work work
2: work-wise or outside of work
0: either one I guess Uh,
2: well there's one thing I'm I'm like trying to learn how to do is well I kind of made some stuff before is um, snapchat and Instagram filters like the Mm -hmm. face things. yeah Yeah, so I made a few before for an event that I hosted, and uh, I made, like, a UCLA, like, Teams cheering thing. Oh, for Uh, the
0: eSports thing.
2: Yeah, it was a Snapchat filter, and and to my surprise, like, a lot of, I guess, UCLA people were using it, so I just left it. And uh, so now I'm trying to make one where it's um, a graduation. So it's a like a 3D graduation cap. Oh, that'd be cool. And that'd be so awesome. you'd have a graduation cap, and then there's like a, a frame, a border, and it's you know gonna have my college logo, and it's gonna say class of 2020, type of thing. Because there, the school is asking for a lot of these students to submit a photo of them. So this mm-hmm. could be like a virtual, you know, they have a cap on.
1: Yeah, um, that's pretty it cool. It has
2: it has the the logo of the school on automatically, and and it's just something that they could also post not just for yeah. the commencement. Yeah. Just they just want to post it just on their social media just for fun.
0: Just to celebrate, uh,
2: you know? Yeah, <laughs> that they're graduating right, and it's got the the cap uh, already awesome. set cool. Cool. to go. So I'm trying to do? learn. Um, well, I'm, I'm not building the 3d cap from scratch. I'm actually just gonna buy one already made like a 3d, they have oh, all okay. tons, you know, one of those stock footage kind of thing, yeah. hmm. but it's a, it's a 3d object, an actual 3d object, like an OBJ or, you know, uh, um, a, uh, what the heck is it called cinema 4d, a C4d file, that type of thing. And you could bring it into a program like, um, Tinkercad, which is like a, like high school, Beginner's kid-friendly um, CAD program, which is free. It's pretty cool. It's made by Autodesk, and uh, it, even though it's like basic, it's got a lot of. It's pretty powerful, um, and it's super easy to use, right? For like noobs, and <laughs> I'm just gonna bring the cap in there, and I'm just gonna attach like LAMC to the little tassel type of thing, oh, uh, that's cute. And, yeah, then, cool. and then maybe maybe change the color or maybe you know add something to to the hat. Um, and, and yeah, and then like export that and then send that, use, uh, Snapchat and, and Instagram, they have their own program that you use to make these face filters. And mm. it's super easy. Like they have a lot of templates that you just kind of, you just swap out things, you know, like Gosh, they already have a thing with like a 3d hat that you, that a template that you have. Oh. And all you do is just replace the 3d hat with your with own your 3d objects. hat. Yeah, oh, you. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it's super super easy. Yeah, if you guys you know want to check it out, play around with it, and then uh, and then they let you upload it to to the to the platform, and people could do a search for your filter, and then they download the filter and use it, and then
0: hmm.
2: and then you're ready to go.
0: So, what do people have to type in to find your filter once you put it out there?
2: Um, probably LAMC class of twenty twenty something like that for that for that particular year um, yeah commencement i guess mm-hmm. thing so um
0: so keep yeah, an eye hopefully. out for johnny's filters <laughs> <laughs> make one i did
2: i didn't want to make some i wanted to make some <laughs> other one and i kind of made this in in a demo like i taught i did a workshop right while showing high school kids how to make snapchat filters mm-hmm. and one of the demos was like i put underneath the eyes Right? I put um, uh, like these bags, right? Like I put a Louis Vuitton bag, and I was like, the only bags <laughs> underneath these eyes are Louis Vuitton <laughs> bags, right? Or or money bags, I put like yeah. money bags, that was the demo. Like we just, we just got the images from the internet, and I was like, yeah. yo, let's put money bags underneath our eyes. That's funny. So then we could just be like, the only Baller, bags underneath yeah. these eyes are money bags. <laughs> <laughs> respect the hustle
1: yeah
2: <laughs> uh-uh. So, uh, yeah, that's funny.
0: You should make a a geek filter, a Johnny the geek filter
2: Like, uh, with was your it? Hair like, uh... Yeah, your hair or, uh, and... or the glasses, right? The glasses with the tape yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> David remembers my, I, I don't know if he remembers, but I used to have this that whole get up. That was my like look Back when he was in, uh, in L. Oh, what is it? No. no I was uh, in middle middle school. school. Yeah. Yeah. You had tape yeah. on your glasses? Yeah, yeah. That was the whole, like, theme. I had a <laughs> like theme. Like by was,
0: choice or because they were broken? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, first, <laughs> it was originally because it was broken, but, like, I replaced the glasses, right? But then I was like, oh, but I gotta have the tape on there still. So I just, like, <laughs> put tape on unbroken glasses. Oh, my God. Uh, I wanna
0: see pictures of this. Do you have
2: pictures? <laughs> I uh, i have i do i have a video i have a video because i i showed them how to make a like a video montage and so i got the whole the whole get up and i think i don't think david was i don't think you were in that video i don't know but Rigo, remember Rigo? yeah yeah he was in it and i think steve steven was in it um but yeah it's just this is like really really old video. It's like Damn. 2002 maybe 2003 That's yeah, we were crazy. little yeah yeah and then that they were that this club after school club was just for uh we just played video games. it Nerds. was like an eSports club
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like the first eSports club yeah.
1: Ever. We would play a game and install it the same and day. look how yeah. far
0: you've come. Now you have this crazy know, right? esports <laughs> team uh,
2: Now it's an industry, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we played, uh, I think I was showing them StarCraft, how to play StarCraft. Yeah. Hmm. Is the
0: esports team still going? I mean, I would assume you could probably Yeah, actually,
2: we're still we're still, uh, the team is still playing the club still exists, like it's one of the only clubs that still does things, because their world is online anyways Yeah. And like this this, like this virtual commencement and live streaming thing, like all of it that I'm using is all esports technology that a lot of these students kind of, some of them showed me how to use, or like, you know showed me the world of like the mm-hmm. software-wise, and and I'm just using it for, for work stuff now. So it's pretty crazy. And our teams, you know, we're still in tournaments. Our League of Legends team is still in, in tournaments, and then we did a, uh, a new game called Valorant that was a separate. Our old Overwatch team um, played this new game called Valorant that came out. It's like the, the hot new thing right now. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, yeah, we played. We played CSUN. We kicked their asses.
1: Nice. Awesome. Uh, yeah,
2: in that. So that was that was a proud moment there. And uh, yeah, our our club, they're they're even hosting an event, and I didn't even have anything to do with this. They're all just doing this on their own, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. They're hosting an event, a tournament, a, a team fight tactics tournament, um, and there's like prize money. They like hooked up with uh, one of our previous uh sponsors microsoft microsoft store Mm -hmm. um and so they're providing like prize money
0: oh awesome and they set that up all on their own
2: yeah yeah like i didn't i didn't do anything aside from like just connecting microsoft store and and the the club guys Mm -hmm. but um yeah they they set this that's all awesome. up Awesome,
0: and that's good like life skills
1: to yeah learn it is too. it's good
2: yeah kind of networking event. wise yeah. yeah yeah all that that's like awesome. how to how to uh run thing on a schedule and like get everybody coordinated yeah. and stuff like that and and wow. it's multiple colleges too and it's pretty some pretty big name colleges like csun there's a orange uh orange coast college which is a community college out in, in uh orange county
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh university colorado Uh, is in this, and then uh, a Texas, a Houston, Texas University, I forgot, they're like the Cougars or something like that Hmm. Um, yeah, their esports club out there, and I think that's it, there's like one other org Um, I forgot who but anyways, yeah, they they all connected, and they're all talking to each other, which is crazy, because you know this is like, multi-state yeah yeah Type of thing. Um, and that's the beauty of like esports and like online stuff, right? Like yeah. everybody can have tournaments and games and compete against each other. Yeah, the whole world it on could the potentially
0: internet. be different countries too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty awesome. Like
2: I guess the, the number one sport in America is esports right now. <laughs> yeah. Winner by default. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
0: funny.
2: Speaking of that, I'm about to start um, playing right now. Yeah.
0: Are you like a proud dad watching your your esports
1: <laughs> children?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Even uh, one of our club guys, he he's a valedictorian, so he's doing a speech. Oh cool. Yeah, for the whole commencement, like they're gonna record him doing a speech along with other valedictorians. Victorians, and um, he's gonna mm-hmm. shout out, you know, the club and talk about like his experiences with the with the club and stuff.
1: Aww. nice. That's yeah, cool. yeah. That's it's cool. gonna be dope. <laughs> Maybe I would have went to college if they had this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the crazy. Classes, yeah. We got, been, like, yeah, we we had some some people switch colleges or or start college back up just to to just because to be of the esports team. club. Yeah, yeah, that's it's so cool. Which is crazy. That blows my mind, man. You'd make a life decision based on like yeah. <laughs> something I made, like it just change your <laughs> life. I'm like, what? That's, that's crazy. Cool.
0: But well, that's, yeah, that's like one of those things where you have to try to reach to as many people, yeah, yeah as, as possible. Yeah, so it's a pretty really big awesome.
2: demographic, mm-hmm. you know, like playing video games, whether it be casual or competitively. I mean, yeah. most of our club members are casual, mm-hmm. but. Um, like the casuals. <laughs> yeah, and now you but, can uh, actually
0: make a career out of that right yeah like,
2: yeah yeah definitely especially with uh like live streaming creating content mm-hmm. new media um even like entering in tournaments and playing for money yeah and winning cash prizes and stuff like that yeah it's insane uh, we've
0: been to the uh dota tournaments, and that's a yeah. lot of money that the that's the, first the biggest place prize wins bowl. yeah
2: yeah yeah and that's like, you know, professional grade, but there's like smaller tournaments, right? Yeah. For like, just mm-hmm. about anybody, just like a few hundred bucks here and there. But there's so many that you can enter in. And then if you're the type of guy, uh, the type of person that wants to, to start a tournament, you can, by just getting sponsorships. Nice. Yeah. And one of the future projects that I have, when we go back to, to campus is, um, starting a non-credit class and it's going to be just primarily about esports like how to start up an esports program or club um and get like Mm -hmm. sponsorships and like everything that i that i've done yeah like from start to finish every possible thing even like setting up computers like upgrading computers and like configuring them installing games networking them and like how to live stream to twitch channels, starting all that stuff up and everything that i could possibly think of i'm gonna have as a non-credit class for people to take and so that they can start one up themselves they're primarily for like um uh, what is it uh like uh coordinators of programs like after school programs
0: oh, okay. that type of stuff mm-hmm. yeah
2: because a few people have hit me up uh, you know they're asking me like hey they want to start the same thing that i did it's like, well, what do they got to do? And then like, I can only give them like a generalization cause that's all I have time for. But,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: if, I think if I had a class, then, um, then, then they could attend that and just learn everything. Yeah. And then I would get paid for it and I would get space. And then that space would be used for the actual esports club at my work and, oh. and then the money that I would get Cause it would be a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just put put it back into the esports club, and get you know you more just equipment. Keep it, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd rather just like use it, uh, like put up prize money. We start yeah. hosting our own tournaments. Oh, that'd be cool. Put a prize money um, for more people to like play and 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 you know build it even more, buy more equipment, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So. I mean, it's a passion project, so I don't mind yeah. Yeah, yeah. putting the money back in there and starting starting more things. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, why didn't they have that before? I
2: don't know.
0: <laughs> Not that I, don't I would know. have played. Way to go, Johnny?
2: <laughs> ten, hey, <laughs> ten years ago, uh, I started a, at Admission College. When I was a student there, I started a gaming club. And people were just like, oh, this is... This is, cute.
1: <laughs> this is cute. No, like
2: They're like, this is cute. I mean, it was successful back then too, but there wasn't an, in- an industry yet. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of yeah. knew like competitive wise, things are going to, it's going to become like a spectator sport type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's, it's getting there now. And so, yeah, um, people sure. are finally paying attention to it. And I'm just glad I did it back then, whether or not it took off or that we pioneered anything, it didn't really matter. But, I got a lot of experience on how to like set up things, which is why I was able to build something so quick now. like in one year we did so much like more than like big name schools, like UCLA, USC. And when we had our event and they came out to uh, our event and you know, they were like super impressed. They were like, never seen anything like it. And when they did their event, uh, they were just like, yeah, it's not not anything like mission colleges. Do
0: you laugh? At
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: now inside, I was like, yes, was show like, all right. those
0: rich kids at UCLA. That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it was that was that was a, probably another proud moment right there when when that esports director said that, and I was like, all right, nice, that
1: was cool, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Need to
2: find my. Cool. Passion project. <laughs>
0: so
2: but yeah, I'm glad you guys... that you're
0: out there doing what you do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you, uh, David? What do you got? You working right now with? Yeah. Um, just working. What with what company? With Microsoft?
1: No, uh, it's a company called Netrush. Just a, oh, Okay. Yeah, they're like a third-party seller on
2: Amazon. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like an FBA type of thing. Yeah, fulfillment by and Amazon. And they do—they
1: fulfill on their own too. Oh, okay. They do both. Oh, so nice. So yeah, I know all that ins and outs of that stuff now.
2: Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's cool. It's not my passion, but hey, <laughs> as you can
0: tell by his tone of voice, he sounds not <laughs> boring. Is it?
2: Is it? Uh, you just do like back-end web
1: stuff, or? Yeah, we build uh, pretty much all the tools to like for the warehouse. So these uh-huh. guys have to send this stuff to Amazon, you know, so they. It gets scanned in our system, so we keep track of all the inventory, what we ordered, the invoicing tools, like actually, you know, telling Amazon, hey, we're going to send you this. You know, Amazon, okay, we're expecting this, like all that. It's all done within the tools we built.
2: Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah.
1: It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not passionate about
2: it. Now's a good time to, like, just get into side things. I guess, and just make something and, and hope it sticks or it takes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Um, I mean, if you're good at building apps and you want to have, you want to, you like video games and stuff, there's plenty of like things to make for uh, eSports, the eSports industry. Yeah, I need, like, I need to get uh, on that. Like analytic tools. I know that they really are looking for like um, analytic tools, like automated stuff to like, scan a players um yeah uh stats. Stats yeah, like
1: stats yeah their stats
2: and then presenting it yeah in, in a way and then hmm. telling telling players what what to work on
1: yeah there's a couple of sites like that already i'm like damn it's pretty genius and it's all just free data that they just get and present yeah it. that's all they do yeah but yeah i need to do something
2: yeah it's all good we got time man <laughs>
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for cool. talking to us, Johnny. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Glad yeah. that you're out there at mission here. doing all this awesome stuff.
1: Doing the Lord's work.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. hopefully you stay safe and um, keep your mind occupied. I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> to you guys.
0: Quarantine.
2: Thanks, I'll man. I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys on the internet. Yeah. See you, man. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Take care. Peace.
0: Bye now. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of On Campus with Ms. T. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. If you uh.
0: want to find any <laughs> other information about Johnny, you can find him on Instagram at Johnny the Geek or at It's Good to be Geek. If you want to find out more about us, our podcast and stuff, you can find us on social media as well. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and we are now on TikTok as well. So you can find us on TikTok, too. You TikTok. can see the horrible, horrible quarantine haircut that I gave to <laughs> David. <laughs> I um, a haircut. Mm-hmm. So you can find that on TikTok, um, as well as all sorts of other stuff. And that's all under the same name, On Campus with Miss T, ms.t. And you can also find us on YouTube. We've been putting out YouTube videos for parents on how to facilitate activities with their preschoolers at home. So if you need any ideas on that, you can find us on YouTube as well under the same name, On Campus with Miss T. And I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch it on the next episode.
2: See ya!